Hey, this is Biff in the Beard, uh, podcast number one. Uh, this could be possibly the first and only time you hear this podcast. I am Jason. I'm Biff. All right, so Biff, got a couple questions here for you. First off, Breaking Bad, in your opinion, who is the worst character? Oh, man, without a doubt, it's his wife. Dude. You know, what, what was her name? Uh, Skyler. Good God. I, I was... Uh... I was watching it. I've watched a lot of TV in my life, dude, and and in all the movies and, and shows I've ever watched, I never wanted to murder somebody like I did his wife. I don't think she ever trusted him from day one. Well, that's the thing. It's like you know, she's off doing shady stuff, banging other dudes, whatnot, and he's like, and I understand selling drugs, terrible thing, not good, but I mean, you know, stealing bread to feed your family kind of deal. Is that not better than off banging some dude? You know what I'm saying? I mean. Well, I mean, in the beginning of the episode, she wasn't doing I mean, in the beginning of the series, she wasn't doing that. Right, and I guess that's what I, I, I should have said. That What I'm saying is, like, he was he started out with great intentions. You know what I'm saying? The man's dying, trying to provide for his family because he's got a disabled son, you know, and he's going to be leaving. And he's like, hey, I'm, you know, just got to make as much money as I can, as quick as I can, because I'm fixing to die, you know. And I, it's like she takes that and then turns it into well you were doing something bad so i'm gonna do something bad and it's okay that you know it's like there's levels to that you know what i'm saying would you cook meth to provide for your family um you know that, that's a that's a good question i i don't know man I, you know first of all i'd have to be a i'd have to be a pretty good chemist but uh i, I don't know I, yeah i probably i probably man i don't know what's well, that classic uh you know ethical question would you steal bread to feed, feed your family in the question and you know my answer to that is yes i would i mean you know that's uh there are lines to that stuff i guess you know it's it's uh stealing a loaf of bread to feed your family is it's not i mean it, it is uh you know it's against the law and so is cooking meat but i guess there are different you know levels of of how bad breaking the law you're doing you know what i'm saying as far as stealing a loaf of bread you know you're going to get a slap on the wrist versus cooking and, se- and selling meth you're going to get you know some sure enough heavy penitentiary time that's about walter white he did he he reached a point where it was no longer about feeding his family though right yeah i mean it's it's been a while since i watched the show but yeah it does uh it does seem like he got he got kind of more into the uh the whole deal than just you know doing it for his family i I, yeah i I do agree with that well he even said that uh he enjoyed it at the very end he said that he was good at it and he liked it well i'm a terrible person because i didn't get to watch the last season so are you serious? Yeah, yeah, I'm a terrible person. I know. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's all right. I mean, it's, uh, I got to, uh, the end of the fourth season and just, I don't know, it, uh, just never got around to the fifth season. Jesus. Do you know how it ends? No, I don't. I mean, I, you know, I have no idea. I, you know, yeah, I've tried to stay kind of away from it, but I don't know. I don't know, you know. Well, yeah, at the end, he, well, I won't spoil it too much, but at the end, he says he, he admits to you enjoying it. It wasn't, it was, it got to a point where it wasn't about his family. It got to the point where he actually enjoyed it and he was good at it. And that gave him, you know, satisfaction. I wish you had a different answer because my answer to that question was also Skyler. She is the worst person ever. And I mean, she's the worst person in that series. I just don't understand why she couldn't give Walter like the benefit of the doubt. From like day one, she was all over his shit about who was calling him and why and and it just wouldn't let up well i mean you know and, and her attitude changed when she saw those stacks of money you know what i'm saying it's like you know she was down you know down on him about you know what he was doing oh my god you're so sorry you're not thinking about your family blah blah See, she started you know started seeing them fat stacks of cash and then she thought well you know i mean you just got to do it you know you got to do it what and i don't know you know she's a big hypocrite too you know but i'm telling you i hated it 
Man, I hated her. Walter White was, though, you know, a, a great manipulator, though. I guess an argument could be that he manipulated her. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know, man. Is that not a two-way street as far as give and take in, in a marriage that you got to... She should have given him the benefit of the doubt. It shouldn't have been he had to manipulate her. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, I don't know. She should have been like, hey, I see what you're doing, and I see where your heart's at, where you're coming from, what you're trying to do. I got you back. Instead, she just, you know, like you said, she's just beating him down the whole time, you know, to, to where I guess, you know, I guess so. You know, when it, you know, like I said, at the end of the show, if that's what he said. You know, he, he got kind of, you know, some kind of pleasure out of it because he was good at it. Well, yeah, because, he, you know, he'd been beat down all those years and pretty much... If I remember right, you know, most of his life or whatever, you know, being a uh, being a chemist and then having to go back and teach, you know, chemistry in school, you know, in high school or whatever. When he's still hiding the fact that he was cooking meth from his family, in one scene he said, not do treatment. And so the reason he gave for that, that, that determination, that decision, was that he never really feel like really felt like he had any any choices in his life yeah you, if you think about it you know in a lot of day-to-day -day life you know you make you know hundreds of decisions I mean, then some of the big stuff in your life you think man you didn't have a choice in that at all really yeah it, it will make you think no doubt about that why outside the obvious answer of people who voted for him why do you feel trump was elected president i i guess my true answer to that would be that uh corruption uh in politics nowadays most of america or most of the folks that voted for him thought you know this guy won't be bought like a lot of politicians are you know what i'm saying i mean he won't be corrupted by money like a lot of politicians you know i'm not i'm not saying that's that's right or wrong i'm just saying that's my opinion on you know what people thought and you know he's a pretty straight shooter too you know i mean he's he's gonna he's gonna say what's on his mind and that's not something you get from most politicians either you know they they do that politician speak and you ask them a question and they'll talk for 20 minutes and never even remotely get close to an answer. Here's why I think Trump got elected, outside the obvious answer of people voting okay. for him. I think during his campaign, he tapped into like the conservative vein and he started saying things that really hit home for some people and maybe even crossed over, you know, into the, uh, the liberal, liberal side of things. But definitely, I think he just said out loud what the conservatives were thinking. And I think he just kind of came out and in a way sort of had the balls to say some of the things that conservatives think, like uh, immigration. Illegal immigrants put a strain on this country. Yes or no? I think so, yeah. Trump came out and said the things that conservatives were thinking, and I think that's why he got elected. Yeah, I don't disagree with that, but I, I'll say this. I don't know if it was just, I mean, you, you did touch on it, but I mean, you know, the liberal side too. I, I think he said, he came out and said what a lot of Americans we're thinking you know it wasn't just conservatives or liberals i mean because there are you know conservative things and there are liberal things but i i don't think that those two are necessarily two types of people i mean I, you know you got some people who think both ways you know I, I you know there's a lot of people i'm not a democrat but i'm not a, you know i'm not a republican you know what i'm saying it's like i i just you know I'm, I'm in the middle somewhere and those you know those type of people it's like like i said he just he said what a lot of Americans were thinking. That that's, that's pretty refreshing if you think about it. I mean, it's it's even even here in our local government representatives, you know, whatever. Man, it's hard to get a straight answer out of any of them. And then when you do get a straight answer, most of the time it's just a lie, you know. I, I think, like I said, I, I think that he just he just said what a lot of Americans were thinking. I wasn't tuned in to politics when I was younger. I mean, I wasn't really listening to what people were saying. But I feel like in this day, you know the whole cliche, this day and age, 
this time period, we're as a you know Americans or as as people are so ready to be put in our corners and put our put our gloves on and just come out fighting, dig our heels in and just fight. I think the middle ground is gone. I think debate and discussion are like a forethought. What do you think? I agree with that. I agree with that. It's uh, you know, it's it's it seems to me like a lot of people have got to the point of where. Like you said, debate's just out of the question. I'm right, you're wrong. That's all there is to it. There ain't no, hey, you know, let's talk about it and let me see if you can change my mind the way I think because I may be wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a, it's very possible, but that, that don't happen nowadays. I, you know, it's, like I said, that, that kind of, the mentality, and I don't know what it is. A lot of people start saying this millennial stuff. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's what it is. I, you know, but I, I do I do feel like you're right about that. It's, it's a... It seems like, to me like it's it's more like civility too. You know, it's like we can't be civil with each other. You know, it's it's you're either a Democrat or you're a Republican. You know, which means you're either right or you're wrong. There is no middle ground. It ain't no. You know, I can see a little bit of both. You know, what I'm saying it's it's a. I, I can see where somebody could not be a hundred percent Democrat, and I can see where somebody could not be a hundred percent Republican. But like you said, in today's society, it seems like. That's the way it is. You either are a hundred percent one way or the other, and there is no middle ground. I say this. That's that's uh, it's a shame that it's like that too. It really is. I, you know. Well, that's why I said in the beginning. I don't. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to that when I was younger, but I, I guess as older I get, you know, I, I pay more attention to that kind of stuff, and I just don't understand. Well, I think it affects you more. You know what I'm saying? I think it affects you more. You you, you know, it's something that now that it affects us as grown ups. You know, we it's something like, hey, we you know we might need to pay attention to this a little bit more and see, you know, go with our you know quote unquote democracy. Then you have a say in it, you know. So you want to pay attention, to, you know, to what you're what you're voting for, who you're voting for, and and where they stand on, you know, uh, certain certain topics. I feel like we're so entrenched. I mean, no matter what side you're on, we're so entrenched in whatever side we're on. I don't know because that. The reason I brought I bring this up is um, even though she's come out and said that she's not going to do it, there was a, a brief moment where Oprah Winfrey, uh, you know, people were speculating that she was going to run for, run for president. Um, I don't know if she would be the person. I think right now we need. Well, I don't know right now, but as we move forward, we need a leader. Need someone who's going to be able to bring us out of our corners and come to the middle and 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 communicate. And I was just thinking that I don't know if Oprah Winfrey would be that person. I, you know, I I don't know. Maybe she would. I, I don't know. But I, I don't think so. And I, I really, I don't know. It's going to take a special person to do that. I mean, so what happens if that doesn't happen, though? I mean, I feel like we're just going to continue down the same the, the path we're on. I feel like, I honestly feel like that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. I, I honestly feel like that's what's going to happen, you know, because I don't know. It's going to take a, a, a really good person to do that. And it's going to have to be somebody that's not a Republican or a Democrat, if you think about it. Like I said, because... You can't bring people together if you're on one side or the other. You get what I'm saying? I mean, you, you've got to be in the middle and able to see both sides in order to try to unify those two. I, I don't know. It's you know, it's it's. I guess you know, if, it's, if it was sports, say it was a, a you know the two basketball teams. I mean, well, you can't take one of the guys off of either either side of the basketball team because you know they're going to be pulling for their team. So you're going to. That's why you have the referee. You know, you've got to have that somebody in the middle that don't have an affiliation to either one that can. Can, you know, can be the voice of reason, I guess. During the election of uh, President Trump, they were even talking about the death of, of the two-party system. I mean, really, what 
what does it say as a society, you know, American society, we have Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump as the two people, as the two front runners for the president of the country. The most powerful person in the world. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a sad day. I'll tell you that. And, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't know who, I don't know who could have done better. Don't know who would do better. Don't know who would be a better president or whatever. I don't know. I mean, but it's a sad time when that's, that's the two best options we've got. And, and, you know, we say that, I mean, it, I don't even know if it was the, the, you know, the two best options per se. It's just, uh, you know, as well as I do. I mean, it, it's, it's, man, that money can get you places. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how come, you know, those two people were the front runner? But it is, it's, it's a, it's a sad time for the country. And you're right. I mean, a lot of it comes down to just money. Greed is, is very powerful. I mean, it's, uh, that money will, uh, it'll get, it'll get things done and, whether it be right or wrong, it'll get things done quick. That reminds me. I kind of I was reading an article the other day about uh, John Kerry. Apparently, John Kerry. Uh, I just got this from a news article. Apparently, John Kerry told Palestinians to resist a peace deal from President Trump because he wouldn't be in office for a year. What kind of what kind of shit is that? I mean, is that not treason? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you would think that a lot of stuff that some of these uh, uh, politicians are doing nowadays would be treasonous, but I guess that uh, our society's got to where it's so, I don't want to say liberal, I don't know what the better word would be for it, though. You know, it's just that everything is, well, yeah, I mean, that's a good word for it, but I mean, I guess what I'm saying is just like, a lot of the country seems like, and I I think, you know, it's not, I don't think it's uh, liberal or conservative, either one, really, because I mean, I think it's on both sides, but people just think, you know, you should just be able to do what you want to do when you want to do it with no repercussion. I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't, I think, you know, I don't want to get into a whole moral deal, but I mean, don't, you know, as, as a, as a person in society, don't you want, don't you want things to have a line? You know, you need to draw the line somewhere on things to where it's like, look, man, don't, don't do that. That's not cool. You know, it's like, I don't know. People want to say, well, you know, this is right and this is wrong. It's like, you know, I get it. What's right to some may be wrong to others. You know, I, I get that. But standing for the president the other day, you know, he, he had his, uh, you know, speech. And, and I, I don't get that. I don't get that. You know, it, it's, it's well, when he gave his, uh, uh, his speech. Of the union address. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I don't, why, why would you not just stand up for the man? I mean, he's the president. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember that happening with Obama. I don't remember it happening with the, the Bushes. I don't remember it happening with Clinton. I mean, it's just like, is that the society we live in nowadays to where, that is acceptable for the people that you know we voted into office to make our decisions and to to be our voice are 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 doing things that are disrespecting our commander-in-chief you see what i'm saying i mean i i I don't see how, how did we get to that point to where that's acceptable you know, those are those are the people that that I don't know, like you know, living in the South like we do. You know, it's it's a, uh, I'll say, you know, with preachers. You know, it's it's you know, we live in the Bible Belt and whatnot, and you, you you put your preachers not on a pedestal per se, but you do hold them to a higher standard. Now they're just people. I mean, they're just people like we are. But you don't want to catch your preacher out, you know, getting DUIs and you know, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, and that's the same thing with these politicians. It's like. These are people that we've put, you know, saying, hey, you know, this is some of, I don't want to say the best of the best because I don't think that's true, but it's some of the people that we've got to be our voice and really our face 
you know, as far as, hey, they, this is a person we want to represent us, and this is the kind of stuff they're doing. Now, I don't know if, if I, I, I truly doubt that every Democrat in the United States thought that was awesome. You know, them not standing up for the president. I mean, I guarantee you there were some that did. They were just, oh, they were loving it. But I'll bet you there were some that was like, man, come on. I mean, I, you know, hey, so, some of the Democrats were like, hey, I don't like the president, but he's still the president. You know, stand up. So do you think they disrespected Donald Trump or do you think they disrespected the title of president? Both. I, 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 both. I mean, you know, and, and the most the thing I was looking at most as far as it was the fact that he's the president. You know, like him, don't like him, hate him, whatever the case may be, he's the president. I don't want to get into this like I said, the whole he's not my president, whatever. I, he is. If you live in America, he's your president. You might not like That's fine. I, I understand. You don't like it, but he's still your president. He deserves respect as the president. Do you think anyone will ever be convicted of treason ever again? Anyone as in any anybody, any American or like any politician or any any what? Anyone. I mean, if if, if was Snowden ever actually charged or convicted of treason? I mean, it, I don't know. My the question answer, is, uh, will they ever will the government ever charge anyone with treason again? I'll say this. I, if if that happens, if if somebody does get charged with treason, I don't know that it'll be, I don't know how to put it, but I, I don't know that it'll be somebody that's actually committed treason like I would think about treason. I mean, treason How do you pre- define treason? Well, that's pretty, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's a pretty broad thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, obviously, you know, selling secrets to another country, that's treasonous. That is treasonous. But I think also, you know, you think about treason as being going against America, and that don't have to be just selling secrets to another country. I won't go so far as to say that... Let me give you the definition real quick. Treason is the crime of betraying one's country, okay, especially by attempting to kill the sovereign or overthrow the government. I mean, if, if, you, if you narrow it down to just that, I won't say that it's never going to happen, but I'd say it, it's, it's not, it's not a, uh, there's not a big chance of that. I happen to agree. I just, I think that like I said before, I mentioned unpatriotic. I think the country has gotten so, I won't say un-American, but so like, oh, America, you know, whatever. It's not like, oh, America, the beautiful, you know, America, the brave. It's like, oh, it's America. And people don't take treason as seriously as they used to. But I agree with, I mean, I, I agree with you. I don't know if anyone will ever be uh, convicted of treason again because we're so soft on on people who want to destroy this country. I mean, we're, we're soft on, on, on people that not just want to destroy this country, but I mean, you think about criminals in general nowadays. I mean, uh, I was reading something the other day that uh, this guy broke into this house and, and like killed some people and, and one of the people living there shot and killed him. And the guy's family's like, man, y'all need to put that guy in prison for killing my, you know, my cousin or whatever it was. It's like, dude, he broke into their house was robbing them, killed somebody, and was killed in the process. And you think they were in the uh, they were in the right? They you know, the people that, that were trying to defend their home and their family were in the wrong. Isn't that funny though? That comes back to the discussion of you know conservative versus liberal views. Because if you think about it, what's the great deterrent of uh, violent crime? Well, at one point I'd have said prison, right? And, and then escalate that to what? Are you talking about like the death penalty? The death penalty. And it's so difficult to kill someone. I think, because I was reading a story the other day about this person. I guess I should look it up. But apparently this guy, 
had killed his two daughters while his estranged wife was on the phone with him. He was like, con- I, I saw the, you uh, that? I saw the headline of that. Yeah. I, I didn't read the article, but I did see the headline. That is like so gross. I, I, I felt <laughs> seriously, I felt sick after reading it. Anyways, this, this father killed his two little girls and as someone who has little girls, I couldn't imagine this, but killed, shot, and killed his two little girls while his wife, while his wife, the mother of the girls, was on the phone. Anyways, my point is, he was convicted in 2001. He died in 2018. 17 years that man sat on death row. Oh, wow. And I mean, well, how many, how many violent crimes like that happened in, tech, well, in, this, in the entire country? And I think he was the third lethal injection to take place in this country this year. And we, and, and we the American taxpayers, paid and for And it that. comes down to you have some individuals, some people who say, you know, that the death penalty is uh, inhumane or whatever. And then you have others who say, yeah, you know, give, give, them, the, give them the needle. Well, I'll say this, you know, they, the, the inhumane part, the inhumane part, it's, you know, you hear them talking. I've heard, you know, you see them on the, their protests and whatnot. And so, you know. Well, that guy, you know, the guy you're talking about, he has rights. You know, it's inhumane to kill him. It's, it's, he has rights. It's like, well, my question would be, well, what about those two little girls? Did they not have rights? You know, did they not deserve to live? To me, he killed those two girls. He gave up. He forfeited any rights right then. It wasn't an accident that he did it. He did it on purpose, so he forfeited those rights. And, you know, I hate to say that he's not a human being anymore, but... Is that really what you want to call a human being as somebody that would murder his two children with their mother on the phone? I, I, I don't know. I, it, man, I, I, I don't want to think about that being humanity, you know? Uh, and, and what are we saying? Well, I just don't understand how can one save this person's life. That guy sat on, sat on death row or whatever for 17 years. I mean, he, he ate, he drank, probably read and, and maybe watched TV. He found some enjoyment in life in the last 17 years while those girls didn't. I don't understand why you would keep someone alive after that. What was he contributing to society? Nothing. Yeah, I, I, I don't have an answer to that. I don't know, uh, well, nothing. I mean, it's, it's, you know, and like you said, I, I don't know. I've, I mean, I've read about it, but I, prisons nowadays, they, you know, you can get a degree, you can work out, you watch TV, you know, stuff like that. It, it's... It's uh, it's wild how you have repeat offenders and stuff like that 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 aren't afraid to go back to prison because prison, I don't want to say it's not bad because I don't know that I, I just know you know stuff I've seen on TV and things I've read and all but you should have a real fear of prison and if you don't then what's the point in prison? I mean you've got people in in prison that have killed people like you said that you know 17 years is on death row, but. They'll also have some guy that, that's uh, got caught selling weed, and he'll be in prison, too. It's like, so you're telling me that that guy that sold weed is deserving to be in prison for as long as the guy that murdered two little girls. Makes no sense. You know, our judicial system is pretty jacked up. I mean, it has a, a trickle-down effect through the entire justice system, and that's kind of, it yeah. makes full circle to the comment you made about crime. We're so soft on crime. It's because we can't afford right. to keep paying to keep these people alive in prison. Well, I mean, looking at it from the other side, though, you know, I've talked about this with some guys I work with. Go to something like maybe the lowest level of this, say, speeding ticket. Or you want to stop people from speeding. Well, people are not going to stop speeding because the, the ticket for speeding is like 100 bucks. Well, the type of people that are going to speed like it and get caught don't care to pay that 100 bucks. You see what I'm saying? I guess my idea was like, look, raise that up. Raise that your first ticket 
for like $250, and then it goes up $250 or more every time, you can't afford to speed anymore. You have to obey the law then. Well, the argument they had was they'll never do that because they can't make people pay that, and they'll be losing money as far as they be in the jurisdiction wherever they got that. And I see, I do see that. I mean, I, I don't agree with that way of thinking. If you think that way, then we'll never fix anything. But there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way than the way it is, because if a guy gets out of prison today, and in three weeks, he's he's already done the same thing that got him in prison. Something needs to happen to make that guy not want to go back to prison. We're going to have our surprise question here. we got to wrap this up in a few minutes. And if you want me to pass on the question, I'll pass. But as a male... Well, the way it sounds, it makes me want to, it makes me want to pass. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> as an adult male, okay. have you ever faked an orgasm? No, I have not. I, I don't know... <laughs> That blows my mind that any man would. How bad is the situation? Well, I mean, how bad is the situation got to be for you to want to do that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, it's uh, when it's time to get done, just, hey, I'm done. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. just makes me think of Kramer on Seinfeld. <laughs> it's just enough, and he's ready to get some sleep, you know? All right, so one more question before we wrap up here. We have the Super Bowl coming up this Sunday. Who do you have, the Patriots or the Eagles? My mind uh, tells me that, that it's going to be the Patriots. But, man, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I really hope the Eagles win it. I'd like to see them get one, plus uh, Fletcher Cox, the Mississippi State boy. So I'd like to see that happen. Tom Brady, I, you know, it's he's making a pretty good argument for being the GOAT, man. The dude's tough. I, you know, it is it's it is kind of funny, though, you think back, and they've got uh, – I saw a, a meme on uh, online the other day. It said it had excuses for every one of their Super Bowl wins, you know, whether it be the deflate gate or uh, – uh, Spygate or, or whatever, you know, uh, stealing signs, whatever the case may be. But, you know, you think back on that, and it's like, well, that is true. I mean, it's every one of theirs has been kind of shrouded with mystery, but their performance on the field, it, it's they get things done, man. They really do. I, but I do. I hope the Eagles win it. I know that, you know, a lot of people ain't going to hear that, but it's true. I, I think Tom's had his day, and time to let some of these other uh, franchises get up in there, and, you know, how many football games have you watched this season? This season. I probably watched most up until probably around Christmas. I don't know how many that would be. Uh, I quit watching them. I, I'll tell you, the, the kneeling for the uh, Pledge of Allegiance, not being the uh, national anthem, that that didn't really affect me like it did some people. I mean, I think it was a – I thought it was bad. I don't think they should have been doing that. I mean, I, and I, let me say this. I, I do understand what they're protesting, and I agree with them. A hundred percent. I do. I, That's interesting. What are they protesting? Well, the, the, what I'm, my understanding of it is, you know, injustice, racial injustice toward black people. I, I do feel. Give me an example of racial injustice in 2018. Okay. Well, I think I think that uh, profiling does happen. I, I do. I think it does happen, and I don't think that's right. I don't. I don't think that a black guy driving, th you know, driving through a, a city should be pulled over just because he's a black guy. You know what I'm saying? And, and I do feel like that happens. I mean, it, I'm not saying that the numbers are, are astronomical. I'm not saying it happens all the time, but it does happen. I, I don't think that's right. And you know, you see, you see all these shootings and things that that maybe the cops went too far. You know, maybe they didn't have to shoot them. I do think that the cops are right in most situations, but not all. I think there are situations that happen that I've seen that that I I thought were questionable. I didn't think that they had to go like it. I'm I don't understand why they all time. I mean, I guess they're they're taught. I don't know this. I, I, are they are they taught to shoot to kill? I mean, because I would think that if I'm trying to shoot somebody just to subdue them, I'm going to try to pop that kneecap. 
You know what I'm saying? He's not going far without that kneecap where it's supposed to be. Uh, uh, criminal justice class in college, and I believe the professor at one point told us that um, police officers are not allowed to shoot to maim. That is insane if that's true. Well, I mean, I think that's where you see the proliferation of stun gun. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's, I, I guess in today's society, like we were talking about earlier, so, you know, it's so litigious. It's like, you know, well, you can't shoot to maim them because you'll get sued. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's the society we live in today. It's like, hey, I don't want to kill that guy. I want to just make sure he don't, you know, do anything else. But if I do that, I'll get sued. Whereas if I kill him, then I'm, I'm liable to say, well, you know, it's okay. You know, you were doing what was within the law and you're okay with that. I, I don't think that's right. A lot of cases, excuse me, they shoot to uh, kill. And I think that those situations very well could have been taken care of, like I said, by shooting him in the leg or, or you know, maybe the foot, whatever, you know, whatever. I mean, just something that wouldn't be lethal. Well, you would agree, though, that the police officer has to make a, de- a decision in the moment, though, right? I do. I do agree with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's, a, that's a hard thing. I, I don't ever want, you know, to be in that position. But, too, I, I don't know. It's, it's uh, It makes you think some of those situations that they get into shouldn't even escalate to get that far. You see what I'm saying? I mean, uh, a routine traffic stop where a guy, I mean, yeah, he may be getting mouthy, but is that a reason to have your gun out? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like and if it is a gun, should it not be your stun gun? I mean, you know, your taser would be a lot better in that situation. Now, if the dude's in there waving a pistol or something like that, I mean, and I know that, you know, walking up to the vehicle, the officers may not know if they have a gun. And I'm not saying those situations. Obviously, those situations are different. But I watched a, uh, I think it was actually on YouTube or something, this this cop had uh, pulled over a black guy. The guy was, you know, the black guy, was he, was he was trying to do, you know, what he's supposed to be doing. And the cop just kept on, it was like he was trying to make him, he just kept getting smart with him. You know, it was like, just kept trying to bait him. You get what I'm saying? And it was like, dude, do you want this guy in this situation to turn bad? Or, but the guy just kept on and kept on, and it didn't escalate as far as it could have. But the cop just kept on saying, "Oh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna fool me. You're not gonna tell me anything that I don't know. I'm a cop. I've been a cop for you know 20 years. Blah blah blah." And I'm like, dude, just write the guy a ticket and let him go. Don't don't just keep on trying to bait the guy. If you think he's done drugs, get him out of the vehicle, search the vehicle. If not, write him the ticket, let him go. A lot of cops nowadays have terrible attitudes. To say that, you know, their line of work, well, what they do, I mean, you would too. Maybe I would. I don't, I don't know, but that don't make it okay. Yeah, I was going to say something similar to that is I think cops are a product of the environment they operate in. There's a quick story. I, I, we we I lived agree. in England for a few years, and we were pulled over, I think, oh, two times or three times by the police there. Nicest people ever. Seriously, nicest interactions I've ever had with a law enforcement officer. Could not have gone smoother. The officer could not have been more pleasant. And I've been pulled over in the United States, and you get this kind of arrogance, and you get this kind of um, you know shortness, kind of I'm the, I'm the authority, and you are supposed to bow to my authority, kind of you know mentality. And I just when I got pulled over, yeah. we got pulled over in the UK. I thought to myself, man, what a difference. What a difference between the police officers in the U.S. and the U.K. I really think it's a product of the environment. I don't disagree with that, you know, but I mean, I guess what I'm saying is that those interactions like you're talking about could still happen 
in in small places, you know. And but I do agree with you know the fact that you know you go to some place like Baltimore or Detroit, you know, some place that where the crime is high, Memphis. I mean, I could see what you're saying that the cops are programmed by society in that area. It's like, look, I need to be on guard all the time. I need to be whatever. I you know. It seems like that that's branching out farther and farther. Uh, example, uh, have you seen this stuff where they're, uh, these folks are going around to these small towns and uh, doing what they call audits on the, uh, the police? So uh, Fulton, Mississippi, they did this. So this guy's walking around town. He's got a uh, uh, safety vest on, like a uh, fluorescent green vest on, like you'd wear uh, working on the highways and whatnot. And he's walking around and he's just filming stuff. It's like he filmed like at the at this little park or whatnot with kids out there playing and stuff like that. And that's that's kind of shady, you know. You think, well, you know, some dude out here, and and you know, you know, Fulton being a small town, people don't know him. You know, it's like, hey, then this guy's a little creepy. You know, he's out here. Uh, so he goes and he's then he goes by the courthouse and he's and he's you know video in the courthouse or whatever it was, you know. And then then he gets over like the sheriff's station, you know, the sheriff's office and. He's recording out there, and uh, yeah, you're not you're not doing anything illegal, but that's you got to agree that's that's shady stuff, man. It's like you know, it's it, it, my under, yeah, it is. It, it's you know, and it's it's if the cops were to say, and it, you know, the cops did say something to him. They they come up, they're like, hey man, uh, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm just uh, make you know doing a story, and I'm getting some film on some stuff. And they're like, yeah, well, you don't need to be filming out here by the police station. You know, he's like, well. You know, I'm not breaking any laws or anything like that, am I? And they're like, have you got some ID? Well, he wouldn't show them ID. You know, he's just baiting them. He's like, they're like, look, just give me some ID. Let me tell you. No, I'm not going to give you any ID. I'm not breaking any law. It's like, well, I understand. You're not breaking any laws, but you're doing stuff that's pretty shady, man. And, and police are programmed to protect. You know, it's like, and if they think that you're going to do something wild, to me, it's like, why do you not just show them your ID? So anyways, they, this, the same guy, you know, they... They have their interaction with the cops there, and the, the cops actually just leave them alone. You know, they walk off. And he just continues to do this around town. Well, the cops had went and got some other cops. And so now they, they hem him up at another place, and uh, the guy's like, have you got some ID? And he's like, no, I don't have ID. He's like, well, do you know your social security number? He's like, yeah, I know it. He's like, well, tell it to me. He's like, I'm not telling you that. And he's like, well, I'm asking you for ID again. He's like, and if you don't give it to me, I'm going to arrest you. And he's like, well, I ain't done anything wrong. You know, just keep baiting him, which the cop was wrong. I don't, I, you know, they arrest him, and I, that's not right. They shouldn't have done that because technically he wasn't breaking the law. I do understand that 100%. I'm not saying that the cops were in the right. But if you had your ID on you, just show them your ID, man. But this is apparently something that they do a lot around places. You know, they... they They'll go around and they'll do just enough to cr not cross the line of being illegal, but then they'll, you know, try to get the cops to arrest them. And then they'll try to, you know, I don't know if they're going to try to sue the, the city or whatnot, but, man, you're just asking for trouble doing stuff like that, and you're trying to put people in a position to mess up. They're just doing what they think is right to protect, you know, the people around. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the videos, too. I mean, you have these people who the person's a complete idiot. I mean, these guys are in the car. And the police officer's like, hey, get out of the car. And the, and the guy keeps saying, am I under arrest? The police is like, yeah. And the guy's like, well, I don't, I'm a free citizen, blah, blah, blah. So I think you have those crazy people out there. But in a way, not the, not the completely idiot, not the idiots, but in a way, I think we do need some of those people to keep the police in check. Yeah, and I saw that. Right. I guess I didn't say it, but that, that's kind of what I was getting at with that. I, I agree with what the guy, his point was. Those cops didn't know the law enough 
to know that he wasn't breaking the law and they shouldn't have arrested. On the other hand, he should have known, like, look, what you're doing is shady. They're going to be on edge. But they're going to be on edge. Right. I mean, he, he, he got, he, it happened just like he wanted it. He wanted to get arrested for doing something that wasn't technically illegal, but really, really questionable. Like, I don't know, like 95% of the videos and stuff I've seen are just people being complete idiots. But then you have like that 5% or maybe even less of people who actually know the law and are able to keep police officers like from overstepping their bounds. And as, as ugly as that may be sometimes, I think it's important in terms of legality, what's right and what's wrong. I would never say that to a police officer. I would just give them my ID. Yes, I, having a badge don't mean they're right. Having a badge don't mean they're right. I mean, that's just all it is to it. It's, it, it makes me sad in a way that, that, that the police are looked at nowadays how they are. You know, my daddy was a cop for a long, long time. And, I, you know, and I just hate to see that the, the police are treated the way they are now. Because a lot of them, I'm sure, are good people. You know, good, good people. They want to do what's right. They just want to, you know, protect and serve. But then you got that handful that the saying goes, you know, one bad apple ruin the whole bunch. You know, it's it's. But you get those, you get those bad apples, and, and they just make it bad on the whole bunch. Every everybody looks at cops now like, oh, you know, this guy's going to be a dickhead or whatever it is, you know, just because you know one or two guys were you know ugly to people or whatnot. It's a sad time for. I, I, I'm gonna tell you, something, I wouldn't be a cop, you know, nowadays for nothing. They couldn't pay me enough to be a policeman. No, that I would. I, I honestly wouldn't be a cop for two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. There's no way. I wouldn't do it. Probably thankless job there is. And you have to remember, I mean, most police officers, at least like the the ones you see, like patrol, are getting paid what? 35, 40, 45,000 a year, maybe? Yeah, absolutely. I, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, in this, in this area, I would say it's not much. I, you know, uh, I don't know what it would be in big cities and stuff like that, you know, but I wouldn't do it for five times that. This has been uh, Biff and the Beard, podcast number one. Uh, look us up on Instagram and Twitter. We'll see you next time.